0: Is anyone else tired of life that is record-breaking, unprecedented, and historic? So much about the last 10 months has been described with these adjectives. As we head into Inauguration Week, the U.S. Capitol is completely locked down because of the violence there 10 days ago and threats of further violence during the upcoming inauguration. The sitting president has been impeached again. 400,000 people have died of COVID in the United States so far. Twice as many elders, children, and adults are living with food insecurity than a year ago. And the federal government has reversed anti-discrimination laws so that a homeless shelter will be able to turn away a queer teen A senior center will be able to refuse to drive an elderly gay man to a doctor's appointment, and foster parents can be refused on the basis of their religion or sexual orientation. This kind of record-breaking, unprecedented, and history-making news makes me feel heartbroken, powerless, sad, and angry. As a person of faith, I find myself looking for ways to ground myself in hope for good news that reframes these days that we're living in, for renewed energy to proclaim the goodness of our God, the light and life that is for all people. Our readings today reassure us of God's persistent presence with us, God who knows us well and deeply, as early as our prenatal form, and delights in us. God with us always, behind and before, in our sitting down and in our rising up. God seeks us out and finds us, calls us by name, summoning us from our everyday lives to come and see and to be part of Jesus' ministry. Ah. That feels like good news, the kind of good news that grounds and settles us. It is reassuring, even empowering, to know that God needs, wants, and loves us just as we are when we are exhausted, angry, sad, inspired, hopeful, even when we are confused. God is with us. God wants us. God creates us uniquely and beautifully. And God gifts us the ability to shine our lights individually and collectively to draw other people to the truth and good news of God's love. Calling people back to God is the work of prophets. And tomorrow we remember the life of one of the 20th century's prophets, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Like the prophets of Scripture, Reverend King called the church and the nation back to God's vision. He spoke of the beloved community, a community of dignity and equality for all people without regard to skin color. A vision that continues to elude us today. 60 years later. And still, the Reverend King's prophetic words call us to action. He took the church to task for its silence in the face of horrific violence and atrocities, silence which must be broken lest it be mistaken for acquiescence with the status quo. And a student of Gandhi, he preached and practiced nonviolence while calling for social change and the complete transformation of human hearts. On this eve of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, it seems appropriate to hear from this great prophet in his own words. This excerpt comes from the sermon he preached to his home congregation at Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta on Christmas Day 1967. He was assassinated four months later. These are his words. I have a dream that one day men will rise up and come to see that they are made to live together as brothers. I still have a dream this morning that one day every Negro in this country, every colored person in the world, will be judged on the basis of the content of his character rather than the color of his skin and every man will respect the dignity and worth of human personality. I still have a dream that one day the idle industries of Appalachia will be revitalized, and the empty stomachs of Mississippi will be filled, and brotherhood will be more than a few words at the end of a prayer, but rather the first order of business on every legislative agenda. I still have a dream today that one day justice will roll down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. I still have a dream today that in all of our state houses and city halls men will be elected to go there who will do justly and love mercy and walk humbly with their God. I still have a dream today that one day war will come to an end that men will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks, that nations will no longer rise up against nations, neither will they study war any more. I still have a dream today that one day the lamb and the lion will lie down together, and every man will sit under his own vine and fig tree, and none shall be afraid. I still have a dream today That one day every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill will be made low. The rough places will be made smooth, and the crooked places straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. I still have a dream that with this faith we will be able to adjourn the councils of despair and bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. With this faith we will be able to speed up the day when there will be peace on earth and goodwill toward men. It will be a glorious day. The morning stars will sing together and the sons of God will shout for joy. We can imagine his congregation's amens as fervent as our own. Now is the time for the Church's voice, both as institution and as the people, us, to call for our leaders to be moral and responsible. It is time for us to demonstrate, in the blessed memory of Dr. King and others who showed us the way, how to have nonviolent and hard conversations about race, poverty, inequality, and justice. I'm ready for a new version of historic, record-breaking, and unprecedented. Historic numbers of women and people of color in leadership in our government. Record-breaking speed of our legislative branch to enact policies of justice and dignity, to feed the hungry, to house the homeless, to create jobs. Unprecedented speed and organization to vaccinating our country, to bring one pandemic under control. In the same way that God calls Samuel and Jesus calls Nathaniel, we are called to come and see what God is doing. To come gifted, beloved, remembered, and needed. To call our leaders to lead with humility. To offer ourselves to serve. To draw others to the good news of God's light and love Love. In the words of Dr. King, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Be love.